Stressful. No, oh, man, you're good. But you know what I like about having this new mic stand? Are you um, recording? You don't need mic discipline. I don't need, well, I do need mic discipline because I gotta, you know. Yeah, to some degree. Talk around, but I can pour <laughs> while I talk. Are oh, we yeah. recording? That's always an issue. Right now, yeah. I'm pouring. Oh. I'm pouring a 12 swans Hi. because uh, we get them for free. We're sponsored. What up, True History <laughs> in the house? Hey, what's going on? I love that energy, guys. You always bring it. <laughs> you always bring the energy. Woo! Here's um, some energy. Well, yeah. L- yeah. Leg kick? Rob. What? The levels? I saw some levels there. I'd say maybe just pay attention to that, you know. No, they're all they're all they're all pretty uh All right. All right. Normalized hey, hey, levels. I like levels. It's all right. Um we're doing uh recipe suit maybe a little too soon, all right? Um JK, later dude. Uh Oh boy. Um what we're doing today is we have not only the True History boys back, but we have the True History mystery winner. Let's go. The That's Riddler. The Riddler himself, <laughs> Alex Gerlings. Also, uh, both these, well, the, the True History guys and Alex Gerlings have both been on the show twice already. And um, So this is Alex a three-peat. Is a, yeah, three-peat. Alex is a longtime loyal listener. Big jammer. Uh, so, big jammer. Always happy to have him on the show. Is that the name? Is that like you know, like how Justin Bieber's <laughs> fans called themselves the Beliebers? Yeah. Are you? Is yeah. your Are your guys' fans named the Jammers? Jammers. Yeah, they'd be Jammers. Kool Aid Jammers. Kool Aid Jammers. Um, I think that works. Uh, we talked about this before. I don't, I don't think we came to uh, or like really found a name. I think I've listened to every epi. Um, okay, I have a few questions for you. One, you just did a donkey kick when you opened your beer. That's right. <laughs> I did. What was Explain that? that. Um, yeah, I saw a video. I think it was like last Fourth of July. It was uh, pretty priceless. Probably on Barstool, where uh, there's six guys all came out of this house, all dressed in their Fourth of July swag, and one after another, they did just like this massive kick, right, like right as they opened their beer. Um, so it's kind of caught on from that, and you can kind of evolve it a little bit. It's kind of like any movement that's timed up with the opening of your beer. So you can do a little donkey kick, go backwards with it. Yeah, you can just do like a little spine extension, like just get funky with it. And okay, just, uh, yeah. do you warm just up get some energy more? going, especially when you're having a big night. A lot of beers going, you can get yeah. some variety. Okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. My, the... my second question is: approximately how long did it take you to solve the true history mystery riddle? Uh, Be honest here. Yeah, I think that was maybe twenty minutes, half an hour, but not <laughs> really, not, not like dedicate. Like I received it, and then twenty minutes later. I you I thought about it. it for the first time, and it only took you thirty <laughs> seconds. Yeah. yeah, I'd say uh, he's like a young Nicolas Cage. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> you know, I looked at the five dollar bill, uh, <laughs> got some clues from that, yeah. held it up to the light. Yes, that was a big part of the clue. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh-huh. No, I think once you know, you kind of broke it down on a, on a previous episode, but you know, once you figured out that it was, uh, it was education meets royalty okay probably you know queen or king yeah and likely university or royal york i like the, royal I, york. I, I like the, the fact that it could be many things that's right so yeah once i kind of uh you know boiled down like that and then i did like a google street view of uh you know what's around that intersection oh i love this you yeah. actually went deep into it you are yeah. the riddler he had some yeah. time to kill at work I did that as well. Actually, the day that the day that I solved it, the day that I solved it, I went on the LCBO app, saw that there was a two four near me, bought a two four, 
So so you're saying you bought a 254 after listening to it on this podcast. That's right. And we brought true history into your Incredible life. Incredible marketing and great sponsorship, I think. Jeez, guys, wow. you don't have to say. <laughs> it's really you know what? full circle. It's humbling. So happy it really is. Paths. That we could... Yeah. <laughs> that we could just be so helpful to you guys. You yeah. know, it just it's really humbling, right, Rob? Making waves. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, but dude, you want to know the real truth? Thanks for solving it. Because we were worried that no one would go out and do the work. Yeah. Because it was a little bit of work. I will say that was part of it was, uh, you know, I looked at how far it was from my office. If it was more than 20 minute walk ish, I probably would have been like, ah, you know, a bit far, but it was, it was perfect. It was like 10 minute walk. Could easily just get there on my lunch break. Well, that's so what that we're, was, that's that what we're it. aiming for. Yeah. Cause uh, we're like, Oh, where should we put it? And then we thought the subway line because we'll catch all the commuters. A lot of our big listeners are guys that commute, you know, downtown. <laughs> Well, you know, yeah. judging from the metrics, it says that they're, <laughs> uh, but, but anyways, yeah, we, we figured to make it easy that you had to well, catch at least someone. Little did Gerlings know he was, uh, racing against your maybe other number one fan, Ivan. Ah, uh, give Ivan a shout out. Oh. Ivan, shout out Ivan. Yeah. Ivan. Did he reach out to you? He did. Yeah. He's great. So yeah. we, not only we've had sent you two very important reach outs from the podcast. Wait, so has and... Ivan been drinking the beer too? Yeah, I've been drinking. Shout out Ivan. Yeah. All right. And yeah. uh, so what we're drinking too right now is a new flavor. We introduced it last episode. <laughs> what are you laughing at? <laughs> flavor. <laughs> it's like flavor. It's not like it's a, a new flavor. It's like, it's like, it's like, a, it's like a new flavor of like a yogurt too. All right. <laughs> 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 new flavor. Like, sorry, I'm not, I'm not going to brew school in, in, in a month. <laughs> you know, sorry, I'm not getting my master's in hops. It's a yeah. new spice uh, yeah, that they got there. Sorry, we have a new uh, kind kind yeah, of beer. beer that has a different flavor. <laughs> yeah. So someone could say yeah. just like a new beer. It's a new flavor of beer. That's fair. From True History. <laughs> um, why uh, Why don't we let the True History boys tell us a little something about it? Because we didn't say anything about it last episode. Because we don't know what it is. Well, I mean, we, yeah, we spoke a bit about it briefly. We said it tasted good. We yeah, it, we have right? an intro. That's good. Yeah, it was, know, a, it was a joke. A couple tasting notes, yeah. but I no, no, it's I was joking. Yeah. I was joking. Uh, so, yeah, tell us about it. Uh, 12 Swans is a uh, 5.1% uh, pale ale brewed with a couple of hops called Mosaic and Columbus. Uh, Named after Mosaic, the ad agency, and, and Christopher, Christopher Yes, wow. exactly. Mm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's insane. Uh, very easy drinking, kind of low bitterness, super refreshing, kind of more fruit forward. Yeah. Uh, kind of just following suit with what we're going for, which is just easier drinking beers. I think... But still full of flavor. I, I think hope. I like it better. Rob said he's he likes... Very surprising for Travis. No, it's just... It's it's got... Like like you said, I like the, the more citrusy beers. Yeah. It has a little bit more citrus in it, I think. And the Pilsner, it goes down like so easily yeah. that it's in my stomach before I've even tasted it. You don't even <laughs> swallow. Right. Yeah. Uh, and that you know that's from a history of, you know... Yeah. But uh <laughs> but but this one is gonna get flagged. Um flagged by who? That's true. No one watches. Our six our six listeners, as yeah, you said. Yeah. No. Um, yeah, I mean three of them are with us. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah. No, this one this one I actually drink at a moderate pace. Yeah. It's I guess you can you can sit with it a bit more. Yeah. 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 Which is nice sometimes. Um but what uh can you tell us about like the inspiration for the name, like uh, Any yeah. more details so, like that? I don't know, Matt. Yeah, um, 
<laughs> your mic's off the whole time. Whole time? The whole time your mic was off there. Yeah. Was it? Well, was it? Is there, is there now audio coming through that wasn't before? It's, it's looking better. It was it rustling was, a bit. It's, it was off. I'm there. Okay. Yeah. So. Okay. <laughs> so, uh. twelve. Tell us about twelve swans. How that. <laughs> this is such a thing. Guys, do you think we can do those it, last it, forty-five uh, minutes again? Maybe. It maybe. Maybe. Uh, oh yeah, and then we talked about shawarma bowls. Okay. Okay. Last time. Okay, first of all, I thought you guys were checking all the mics. What was I, the wait, check, check, check? Check. Should we come back next? I'm gonna week? explode. <laughs> okay. Um. A few things. One. Last time we had these guys on for their initial episode, uh, the the whole you guys might bring some bad podcasts. Like, have you ever thought about that? Yeah, just don't have us on anymore. Um, but <laughs> the first time we had them on, we had one of the most epic pods we've probably had to date. We got booze. We started, you know, crossing social <laughs> boundaries in terms of our speech, and. Uh, oh, yeah. It started getting a little fun and loose, and then the audio equipment shut off, and we didn't even realize we lost like 30-something minutes. Um, and we just started this episode with a little mishap with Tompkins' mic, so it could be uh, you guys. It very well could be us. Yeah. And it usually is. Yeah. That's just bad podcast juju. So what we're going to have to do here is a prayer. You have jujubes? I love jujubes. <laughs> we're going to do a prayer here to rid you. Of your podcast, you do? Yes, we are. No, we're not. Yep. Okay. It is Rosh Hashanah. I need absolute silence, please. I need absolute silence. <laughs> I said I wasn't going to bring up Judaism. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Absolute oh, silence, man. please, while we pray while you're Juju. Um, dear podcast godfathers. We already had um, silence the first 10 minutes. I need absolute silence here <laughs> while I do this. Uh, dear podcast godfathers, um, I need you to welcome these two lost souls into the podcast world. Uh, I know they bring a whole dark world of juju behind them, and that's from being bad guys for the majority of their lives. And I know the podcast world is only for great, smart, really intelligent, happy, fun people. But I want you to look past these previous sins, these previous darknesses. And, and are you holding my hand now? Yes, I love this. <laughs> and give them a chance, all right? Stop fucking with our equipment because I will come and fuck you up personally, all right? And then let's have a good time. And if it's bad after that, you can let me know and we won't have them on again. Okay. In a, amen. How about that? Amen. You want to know what? What? That was a better intro than the intro you guys had. So this is where you start the podcast. So tell us about 12 Swans. It's a new beer from <laughs> True History. <laughs> Are all the mics on? Are we really doing this again? I think no. so. That was a good intro. What, what I'll say is... Um, As an editor, I think you've got a great intro going. This we're gonna come into this. We're gonna keep all that stuff. I'm gonna cut yeah. the chunk where you were talking out, and it'll go right into all this. So tell us about Twelve Swans. It'll be all good. Um, yeah. yeah, Twelve Swans uh, is our second beer. Uh, it's our pale ale. So we're still trying to focus on lightly uh, lagered and lightly hop stuff. And the reason we're doing that is because that's the kind of beer that me and Adam really like. Um, as much as we like a big old double IPA every now and then we're just kind of getting tired as Adam would say is like of how much stuff you can throw into a beer and see what you can do and we just kind of wanted to take it maybe a bit back to basics I don't know maybe that's a Philistine's way of describing it but I got called a Philistine once yeah really yeah what is a Philistine like a guy in a corner I well firstly <laughs> no it was in when I worked at the bar I used to work at yeah and uh, <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I didn't off the bat knew what it, know what it meant. So I mean, you know what it means? No, I, 
It means Don't someone who's culturally insensitive and just is out to like kind of make money. Off of I'm a philistine then. Yeah. <laughs> Self-identified. I think it's culturally <laughs> you're you're culturally ignorant. Yes, that's yeah. a good word. Two for two. Yeah. <laughs> ignorant. Yeah. Three anyway. for three. Fuck anyway, it. sorry. As you were. <laughs> yeah. So we. Um, so kind of the origin behind Twelve Swans is the first couple of beers that we wanted to brew. Uh, we kind of were really interested with like stories behind crop circles so crop circle mythology i guess you could say uh not really like area 51 and aliens and stuff like that because that's not really what we're about it we're more about like stories behind those things um so 12 swans is a story about this uh german farmer who keeps finding crop circles in his field and he doesn't know where they're from so he sends his child out one night to kind of see what's happening this is his genderless child it's it's yeah okay <laughs> <laughs> So he sends his child out to see what's happening, and he... I'm not reading my image with you. <laughs> the, 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 the child. Yes? The human child. Okay. Yeah. He's 12 princesses dressed as swans dancing in a circle, and that's what's causing the, the crop circle. So we uh, we just loved the name 12 swans. It felt delicate, nostalgic. It felt... Um, it just fit. Just it kind of fit. When you know, you know. Sometimes the shoe fits. Yeah. As much as we like to have like meaning behind our names and like meaning behind the things we do, sometimes like just two words together sound really nice and 12 swans sounds really, really nice. And yeah. that's yeah. kind of why we, uh, we went in that direction. And I got to say, you posted something about your creative, uh, your creative guy who does all the designing and stuff. Yeah. Uh, recently. And I checked out his profile Yeah, news and yeah, super cool stuff that he does. And I really, I really liked all of his designs that, uh, he had come up with and, on his profile and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I think it, uh, it represents your, your brand well as well. Also, because you've done such a great job with this beer can and mm -hmm. Farmer in the Sky. Well, um, I don't know how much we cut out when the whole, we had the whole mic fiasco, but definitely I said it was, uh, I'm enjoying it a lot. I'm, so next time I yeah, go pick fantastic. up some beer, I think I'm going to pick up some swans. Which won't be till March or April, so, you said? Yeah, so... Um, we're submitting it to the LCBO because like we've said on previous podcasts and anyone who has ears and is an earshot of us has heard, we are contract brewers, so we don't have a brick and mortar brew pub. So we can't release, when we release a beer, there's no like physical location for it to be sold unless we either A, have a brew pub or B, are in the LCBO. Yeah. So we are submitting this to the LCBO and, you know, knock on wood, hopefully we get in, but it wouldn't be until... April. The LCBO works quite slowly in the way that they approach beers. Um, but L 12 Swans is a limited run and uh, limited in quantity, not like we're going to do it again. We really like that. As Adam's the brewmaster. If he wants to do it again, we'll, well do it again. He's but going to school for it, so let's not jump to yeah. but, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> can, can, If someone really wanted not it, count our chickens. If someone really wanted it, could they DM you and purchase them or not? Uh, not legally, I don't think. There's a lot of kind okay. of loopholes and gray areas with the law, especially with contract brewers. It's kind of difficult, and it's something that we're kind of if, looking if, right if now. If someone left wink, money wink, in your bail nudge, mailbox, <laughs> and they were just happened to be a case in your driveway, and they left with it. Well, we will say, we will say, Travis, this. are you saying that you're going to leave us money for beer? I'll leave you something, <laughs> <laughs> and I'll yeah, take the beer. So we so will. I'm sponsored, dude. Yeah. We 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 will say that like. Uh, it we're hoping it gets into the LCBO so it can be in everybody's hands. But um, right now we're in a couple really amazing spots around the city and that continues to grow. So if you do want the beer, 
uh, you can go to our Instagram and go to some of our story highlights and see where we're at and go to some of the amazing bars that we're in. Um, please, you know, patronize them. They don't need our help, but, you know, go. Is, is that you guys on the ground approaching these bars trying to get your beer in there? <laughs> that is us on the ground. So it's still you two just on the team, correct? Just the two of us. We have a part-time sales associate right now. kind of helps on the LCBO side with the calls and the drop-ins because that takes up a massive amount of time yeah but for the most part it's just me and adam hitting the ground Dude, going into the bars and send him a link to ourselves. the podcast um <laughs> and we'll get you in anywhere because god are we good at selling it uh, <laughs> or we'll get you a sales guy because we uh you know well, we, we wouldn't be the first Travis, vibe. do you want a job <clears throat> i have 10 jobs uh but name them right now uh, real estate photographer, bartender, <laughs> podcaster, and musician. I own two jewelry companies. Uh, what else do I do? Musician. So you just named five. You said musician. What um, else do I do? I, I know I'm missing something. I have my CFA. I'm a, I have a pilot. I'm a commercial pilot. Could work as that. Yeah. But is that a job or something you know how to do? Well, I do, I do books. I do no. bookkeeping. Okay. I, I think what we spoke about before is how many certifications that you have. L yeah. Lifeguard. <laughs> scuba certification for first aid gun license both restricted non-restricted scuba soccer coach Pilot. that's not a, that's not a you're a that, soccer coach that's not a for who for uh, international students okay. downtown <laughs> that, that sounds... all come from europe and play way better soccer than me yeah they're teaching me i'm like how do you raise the ball and then they say what it? back alleys do you go to to get these certifications <laughs> yeah. european you didn't, soccer you, you, you consultant didn't need, you didn't need to be, that's not a certification rob yeah. just said that it's a good joke i like it it's um, more of a passion than an actual job <laughs> I, I hate soccer but these kids are fun uh no but yeah so that's my other job i uh i teach soccer mm -hmm. at an international school uh, well i'm so that, that was that's a i'm that's, proud of you that's a long list but yeah man i mean you're doing great um let's let's turn the focus yeah, I was gonna here say, for let's a turn the spotlight on to the true history mystery winner who earned this episode. I also, I want to loop back. Obviously it's easy to talk to you guys cause you own a beer company, but um, <laughs> you didn't win any awards. So you, you, you could have won the true history mystery. I run, I won awards. What awards have you? Okay. Back to girlings. <laughs> girlings. What awards have you won? I'm going to put this on my resume as the first ever true history mystery winner. By the way, it is a tongue twister, right? You got true you history. Gotta, mystery. Like, you gotta like right? prepare it. To say it in your mind before you actually spit it out. First question. Really twisted our tongue when we found out about it. How excited? How he's, excited He's were been you? waiting for that for like a I missed week it. to bring this up. I missed what? it. Nothing. Just okay. No, it doesn't matter. Sorry, I'm gonna I stop. Just to focus on our guests. Yeah, we are monopolizing <laughs> the podcast. How excited were you when you found out you were the winner? I was very stoked. Um, honored. Yeah, honored. Humbled, really. Do you know we... I don't uh, know. I can't believe you participated because you know we still owe you beer from a previous... I was actually going to bring that up. I think uh, you owe me a 2-4 for uh, from like a year ago. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I'm, I'm coming to collect like... Uh, for for yeah, what? Why, why did... Why I did think that one, that one was just like leave a comment or like rate five stars or what What was that one? <laughs> that was really early days. <laughs> on what? Uh, on, on like the podcast app. It was like, you know, oh, leave, leave you a five star. Yeah, we're just trying to get reviews. Uh, okay, yeah. yeah. It was like leave a five star and a comment. Yeah, um, yep. I think I left a pretty funny a comment. Winner. We picked a random winner, and right. uh, he won that. And then we proceeded to not give him his beer. I, uh, <laughs> I don't know what happened there. I have a question. Uh, Do you yeah. think you ever will? Yeah. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> yeah. Do you have any more beer? <laughs> yeah, I I mean, a brand new case of 12 swans. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, we'll see what we can do. No, uh, what we were going to do today is we were going to surprise you. We have the 12 
True History beers for you, but awesome. then we were going to buy um, another 12 okay. from the LCBO and give them to you. We drank those. <laughs> and then we didn't have time today on our way back. We were recording before this to get more, but we have about 18. Okay. Which is a start. I can drink those. Yeah. Uh, right? <laughs> Around 18? Yeah. yeah. And then uh, after that, we're, we'll just buy a few farmer's wraps at the Tim's. That joke's from Kev. <laughs> Pretty much an equivalent. Shout out, Kev. Pretty much an equivalent. So we'll fill it. We'll buy you six farmer's wraps. Perfect. <laughs> so you get 24 farmers. Wow. Yeah, you're going to get 24 varieties. farmers. And you know what? I'll uh, I'll pump these guys' tires because I think the original 2-4 was supposed to be of Heineken, I believe. And I'll, I'll take 24 farmers over... Twelve farmers and twenty-four Heineken. So yeah. Well, it was going to be twenty. That, that math makes sense. It was going to be twenty-four <laughs> regular-sized Heineken, right, not, not tall tallies. So these are tallies. So you're getting you're getting around better, better beer. Getting around the same qual- quantity. <laughs> They're negotiating liquid. with their prize winner. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Hey, you're, you're supporting uh, home. You just left a comment. All right, dude. Fucking. <laughs> now you guys Two are more. huge. Uh. Oh, and, you know, I won't, I won't, I'm a banker, but I won't uh, charge interest on the beers, but that's all right. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah if there's interest, we kind of own like a, like a two, four and a half a or keg something. at this point. Okay. Heineken, oh. Heineken mini keg. Yo, do you guys yeah. make kegs yet? You know what I think? We oh, do. I think you guys should keg. write him a song. Ooh. Ooh. Ooh I... <laughs> or at least, at least it'll like, be called The Pearl. Yeah, you have a song called Charlie Brown, like fire up a song called The Pearl. <laughs> And uh, that'll be a banger, just like there we go. it's just going to become a Pirates of the Caribbean yar. song. Yeah, yeah. yeah. the yeah. song opens with Rob going yar. Yeah, Orlando Bloom's in the music video. I'm not fucking leaving. <laughs> yar. Yo, here's my. I think I was speaking to you about this idea the other day. Maybe. Okay, in London, there's a bar called Cowboys. Mm. People put on their flannel shirts, mm-hmm. put on their cowboy hats. Not really though. Yeah, sometimes put on their cowboy boots. There's a phone call coming. P- people. Who is it? It's uh, it's Olivia. Who's that? I don't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, <Anyways>, telemarketer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. People they get dressed up for cowboys. They go out. They party. They listen to, you know, country music. My idea. Yeah. Pirate bar. <laughs> okay. I said that's already an idea. What Every is- gay bar. <laughs> Already is a pirate theme bar. <laughs> Dress up as a pirate. Yeah. Well, I got yeah. You listen to Pirates of the Caribbean, like <laughs> soundtrack, <laughs> something. That's it. Uh, I don't know. Or, there's got to be other good. It's pirate true. Music. There's like seven movies, so it's there's, a lot. There's lots of pirate music. You know, the bar is shaped like a ship. There's maybe. But you uh, talk like yeah. a pirate too. The floors are always wet. <laughs> Pi- like pirate jokes. Pearl, give me a pirate joke right now. <laughs> uh, put me you on did- the spot, but I, had, I do have a good one. <laughs> what, what car does a uh, pirate drive? A Ferrari. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, fuck you, Rob. That was for him. You stole my punchline. You, you told one uh, on the on the episode with the comedian. Yeah, a pirate's. Uh, what does a pirate say when he turns eighty? I am eighty. I don't know. I'm eighty. I'm eighty. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, it. But oh. yeah, what were we talking about? Okay, yeah. I, for some reason, when I think pirate bar, I think gay bar. Yeah. That could just be me, but I bet you if you looked at all the pirate bars in Might existence. <laughs> They're all gay bars. Have you what? What? I, I don't. <laughs> what are you talking? About? I, I'm. 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 I'm putting. Up, up, I love the idea of all the pirate bars in existence. Yeah. I, there's I, a I Wikipedia know, page. It's a. It's a. It's a hypothesis I have. He told me the idea, and I'm like, that sounds like a way better gay bar idea. If you opened a pirate bar, what would you name it? Uh, I made it, and it'd be for gay guys, <laughs> and lesbians. 
I'd call it doubloons. It'd be, it'd be called I matey or like call a, it the black A-Y-E. pearl. The black pearl. Scallywag. <laughs> I don't know. Um, is Scallywag? I'm gonna Google it after though. It just it just feels like a better Might gay be. bar than a straight bar. I don't see a lot of straight people, guys and girls, going there and. Dressing up as pirates. <laughs> what is your opinion of gay people? Just put it out there. They all love eye patches and swords. Yeah, you know all those gay people with pi- parrots on their shoulders. Yeah, yeah. All right. Okay. Case closed. All right. We answered our own questions here. Um, where did that come from? What were we talking about? Uh, it's really tough. That's to say. a good question. Yeah, we really really trying a, to backtrack conversation in this podcast. Well, I'm just trying to bring <laughs> it back to the girl over here, the pearl. I uh, do have to ask. I think there was a promise of a little uh, bracelet swag. Yes, and I have it upstairs. But you need awesome. to choose. How okay, much sweet. do you I, owe this kid? <laughs> <laughs> like seriously? No, I was, I was very excited for that as well. Dude, you're gonna what, get you're gonna get like a like a hundred and something dollar bracelet. Yeah, incredible that. Yeah. Wow. Amazing value for being the Riddler. Was that part of the true history mystery as well? Yeah. 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 Nice. Yeah. So oh, I gave I... some stuff too, all right? That's really great, man. <laughs> so you, these guys give me shit for thinking of ways to make your company more popular among our listener base. <laughs> well, to be fair, Adam's giving you more shit than me. I have very true. little opinion I feel bad about it. it. Okay. I'm happy I'm happy to give away beer to whoever wants it. I also would you know like mm-hmm. to make money. Yeah, well, so we, if I've you been, could, I've been spreading the could, word. I'd yeah. also like to eat tonight. Yeah, everyone, everyone who have like, you know, everyone fucking drinks like Canadian and yeah. like Heineken. So whenever they see like a unique can, they're like, oh, what, what is that? And then of course it's like, oh, like have a sip. It's fantastic. It's my buddy's beer. Easy conversation. They all love it. He's been posting so like, some great promotional content yeah, as well. That I is see. true. You have. You've been. You've been our number one supporter. Fuck you guys. Let's okay. Go. <laughs> um, we're looking for beer sponsors here, and uh, someone that appreciates our talent. Yeah, I could get Tiger. Oh, <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, what was I going to say here? Okay, Ooh, this is th- this is my this is my idea. Is that you're going to go and buy beer? You are, like you said. You're going to go buy this beer that goes to fucking some company who gives a fuck your money's just going into something. Yeah. It's good beer. So you might as well just drink a friend's beer. So your money isn't just going into like Molson family air. Like, so you can send their kids to their eighth private school. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just support a local brewery. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I mean, we're always Ever. looking for support, but also, and at the end of the day, I think like just drink what you like. No, honestly. fuck like, what you <laughs> like. Drink a friend's beer. Well, I think. Well, I also just think that the beer industry is really unique in that sense because, like, yeah, it's great if anyone supports our beer, and we really appreciate it. But you can also go and support a bunch of other local breweries' beer, right? Like no. drinking beer from one brewery doesn't <laughs> limit you to drinking beer, beer is from not, another yeah, brewery. Beer doesn't have like this, like. Um, Maybe Travis. There's some people that are just like, I just drink my Corona and that's it. Shout that was me before diploma. this. But like, like just I drink Corona and that's all I drink. But like for the most part, everyone's like down to try something new. They're they're open to different stuff. And like there's very little like, there you can never have too much beer. I've never heard anyone be like, oh, another brewery? What are we doing here? Like, is anyone, like people say, oh, the restaurant industry is so competitive in Toronto. It's like, yeah, it is, but no one's bummed about a new good restaurant. No one's bummed about a new good brewery. The more, the merrier. Like there's enough to yeah. go around. And if True History happens to be your favorite beer, that's amazing. If True History is something that you just pick up when you want to, that's also great too. If it's not your jam, then it's not your jam. There's nothing we can do about it, but we're mm-hmm. just going to try to make the best beer possible. 
Yeah, and, I disagree uh, with most you, of that. You, have you, you found... support their beer. All right? <laughs> sure. <laughs> have you found that the industry is pretty competitive <laughs> or have people been helpful for newcomers like you guys? Um, I would let Adam speak. He knows the industry it's, a little bit more pretty, than I, mean, I like, do. We haven't actually we are doing our first collaboration with uh We are, yeah. with Ooh. uh Junction um brewing, which is actually where we brew the majority of our beer and we're actually moving Looks like we're gonna be moving all of our production over here. Yeah, the, there's a chance. Anyways, yeah, yeah. So it's really it's very collaborative. Is the point is that like a, a new brewery owners, like if you go and talk to someone who's owned either say a brewery for a long time or a bar, they're usually willing to share tons of information and help you out as much as they can because I don't know. I think it's just a very collaborative industry and everyone wants everyone to do better because I think a big reason of that is like I said one doesn't take away from the other. Yeah, it's not like something else where like, I don't know, the first thing that came to mind is like, car companies are very competitive because like most people only own like one car at a time or something mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. No one is just I'll like... several, but yes. <laughs> wow. Okay. All right. Way I have a to... fleet. I have a fleet of vehicles. <laughs> Way to <laughs> really alienate your, your listener group. <laughs> oh, you don't have a fleet? <laughs> um, Girlings also owns a fleet. We lease them out to companies. But the idea... I feel like this podcast episode has taken on a very confrontational... I don't think so. No? No, but I think, right. like, but in the same way, myself. other than other than Travis, <laughs> most people only own, like, one car. Like, you could really be like... Or no I'm car. A, or I'm, I'm a Honda guy, and, like, I just, I've had a Honda my whole life, and I like it, and that's the way it is, but, like, I can really only afford one car. Like, you can go and pick up a... You can go to the LCBO right now and get a two four of beers and not one of those beers is the is the same beer it's two four it's 24 yeah. different beers so like it's competitive you want to be the beer that stands out but you know it's not like cutthroat it's not like if we don't if like if if we don't succeed it's because someone's like trying to shit on us it's be it's like no, we just as long as we make the best beer possible, and we're in enough places that people see us, and we have a good distribution model, which in this province is kind of tricky with the LCBO. Like it's tricky to get into the LCBO, but once you're in, it's like a good distribution model. At the end of the day, like as long as you're making good beer and you've got some cool branding, and like you know, people are uh, they're not gonna like hate on you because you're not the thing that they normally drink yeah it seems like that's kind of the way things are going as well like i'm i don't know maybe it was just like the, the high school drinkers but uh uh you know i used to be you just pick up a 12 pack of like obviously your generic you know whatever like the big name beers james ready pick up the two fours mm -hmm. yeah two four pbr exactly but now there's maybe with also the death of the uh, the beer store a little bit and just more L LCBOs. And, really? You know, Is that a thing? I feel like, yeah, they're, they're closing up all these beer stores a little bit. Um, I, I found out they were one. privately owned only recently. Right. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's owned by yeah. the big three. So now I don't care yeah. about it anymore. Anyways, it's just like more more of that movement, I guess, to, as Tompkins alluded to, getting those variety packs and I'd maybe actually, being a bit more of an um, experimental consumer. I'd actually love to, it's like, a, I don't need to know it, but I'd be really interested in what like... Um, high school drinking habits are like now like is it the same like when we were in high school or is it like well adam's in touch with a lot of high school girls <laughs> <laughs> probably a few, few text messages and high school parties yeah oh let's just take a look at the uh Trathmandu dms <laughs> <laughs> i don't know who that is it's yeah. half man half sea do trap man do but uh... <laughs> Travmandu. Travmandu is his french cousin yeah <laughs> Travmandu. um <laughs> I was drinking, uh, yeah, it'd be cool to see what the kids are drinking. I don't know if we have any uh, high school listeners. If you're under 19, I hope not. Uh, you use an older <laughs> brother, but yeah, go get some. <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> go get some true history. I feel like you it's probably. I feel like it's Nobody probably listens. the same. Like it's just like, can you get me a Mickey of vodka and like that yeah. was that was we used it. to we used to pay something. like seventy bucks. It was James for, Reddy, uh, a guy then, to deliver beer. Do you remember his name? Over was it to, Petey? Uh, uh, I mean, I remember we, like we had a slogan. Is there him. a farmer? Was not around, very appropriate. Do you want a farmer? I'll go get one if you guys keep it going. What's it called? Um, yeah, yeah, I'll have one. Trace? It's a bit offside, but uh, we used to call him Packy McBrew because <laughs> it's a little offside. <laughs> That's, that one's gonna get that one's gonna get flagged. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, that, that was, was <laughs> not enough of a like. That was, that was a not buffer. enough. Of a, <laughs> That's, you know what? That's gonna get flagged. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, Wait, why? why? Oh my god! It wasn't. I didn't come up with it, but it was. Yeah, it was, that rare, like, it was that, a Pakistani fellow who who also happened to be half Irish. No, it was because he oh delivered us god, beers dude. for. Uh, it was seventy bucks a two four when we were in high school. Oh, he so he was, like, he was like, "You're Ronnie and Petey." We Ronnie yeah. and Pete. That's yeah. what it was. Yeah. yeah. So that's yeah, a yeah. much more. Uh, you know, fair Thank name you. for the guy. Holy but, yeah. smokes! That <laughs> was. I was not expecting that to be that. what it was, and I loved it. <laughs> you didn't call him that, so don't worry. You'll get away with it. It wasn't me. It was from someone else. But that's what people call them. That's so thanks for bringing them. light to an awful nickname. Yeah, it's terrible. And he also, he also exploited high school kids. Yeah. Oh, and he was, yeah. So we used, we used to pay like 70, 75 bucks for I don't a, know, I, a, I'd a, say a he warm, just gave them options. Yeah. yeah it was a, it was he was warm, selling beer to kids. There's yeah, like no whatever. redeemable qualities about it. Better Actually, to get it from someone they can trust. Their parents. You can trust this guy? No, I can. <laughs> yeah. So, in the subway, yeah. uh, I saw Fedora <laughs> is advertising that they're delivering LCBO yep. products now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so there. I don't know how that works at all. Yeah, I was well, curious about wait, that wait, as well. But wait, wait, wait. What were you saying, though, before that? Was well, that the end of uh, that? Yeah, that was just like his, yeah. like how he used to get beer in high school. Okay. I want to circle back to that because I find it to be an interesting topic. That is like, interesting. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of companies now that are starting to do alcohol delivery. We're actually partnered with a company called Boozer um, that does nice. alcohol delivery uh, through the LCBO and others. You should recommend Packy McBoozer to them. <laughs> <laughs> you need to... <laughs> this is on the internet. We're going to be a part of this. Is it? This is not on the internet. <laughs> um, so they, they're, um, they do alcohol delivery. Um, it's a complicated um, subsection of like with the AGCO and everything that you have to go through. I can't even imagine how like crazy, what kind of licenses you need to do it. It's, it's, it's great, but they're, they're awesome. They're, they've been, they've been really good to us and really helpful. So I haven't actually looked, maybe you can answer this or maybe you can't, but on Fedora, mm -hmm. like if you, if you're making what, like, like you can just order something from the LCBO and they'll deliver it to you or like, Correct. does it come, is it like partnered with like, you so, have to make a food order or something? The way that, well, I don't know how Foodora works, but the way that Boozer works is it's basically like you just place an order. Yeah. You can go through, if it's at the LCBO, and it's like Uber Eats or any yeah. of those they'll companies, order right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Maybe high school kids, it might be easier to get alcohol yeah, from. I didn't even yeah. think about that. Like, well, well, I'm guessing that the, the person who receives it has to be 19. Yeah, but I'm just saying yeah, like, it might be. Like, maybe they have there's to definitely an eight, some apathetic Foodora delivery guy well, versus. I'm sure they look at an ID. Yeah, but yeah. dude, I had an ID. I had an ID. Okay. Everyone had an ID. Oh, you're saying what you're saying is Foodora would be more lax about yeah, it. Yeah, like some yeah. apathetic delivery driver is like, yeah, versus like somebody's been working at the LCBO, seen it all, could get because, fired. Yeah, because yeah. here's what they'll do is they'll order it, and then like whoever comes to deliver it, be like, you're young, and they'll be like, here's fifty bucks on top. Of or that. like, and like anyone who's like making the margins that Foodora workers make, you'd be like, 
I, if I yeah, don't deliver us, I won't yeah, get paid. Because I, yeah. yeah. I don't know how it works with their money, but like maybe they don't get paid if the delivery doesn't happen, right? Right. Like, right. I, so so like, it's got to be it, yeah. probably when you sign up for it or something. It's probably got to be like a separate. Or maybe there's some certain ways. drivers the that are trained also to just say, oh, yeah, like my yeah. dad ordered it. I'm just like answering the door and grabbing the beers. Like That would work for nobody. Well, that's like you're talking Bob's about. You're talking about Fedora. Yeah, okay. It might work for Fedora delivery people. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. interesting interesting space yeah i was uh i was drinking um i was drinking at the cottage the other day and i usually go up and i just drink whatever they have because my sponsorship hasn't yet extended to my cottage waiting for that moment um but uh i i yes there's a non-alcoholic beer that i didn't know was non-alcoholic and you're drinking it which i was like oh oh Brian, oh something like oh fucking o'doyle's o'doyle's is it yeah. o'doyle rules yeah but it came i don't think it's o'doyle's <laughs> It has a different. It has a different name. Oduls. Oduls. There we go. Oduls. Yeah, Oduls. It, it was. I think it's Oduls or something. But whatever. Like it was a non-alcoholic beer. But because I didn't know it, it's not like Budweiser Prohibition or like Heineken Zero that I've seen yeah. all the ads for. Bex. Bex. It was Bex. Are those the what the fuck's Oduls? <laughs> Oduls is a non-alcoholic beer. Oh, okay. This was Bex. <laughs> these, these are the ones you can get in like the uh, grocery stores, right? I yeah. didn't know that. Oh, okay. Because I, 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 sh- I have a funny Bex story. Well, uh, dude, I'm I'm crushing beers with with my buddy on the golf course, and Why? I'm making I'm making a joke how I just took what was at whatever was in the fridge, and he's like, yeah, and and in hindsight, I realize now that he knew it was not alcoholic. How many did you had? Oh, like maybe four. And were you were you feeling it? Because my story is the same. My story, I, story I was feeling too. it. Yeah, because I. And then he told you, and it was like, oh. no, he didn't tell me. I found out. I found out a couple days later when I pulled it out of the fridge. But you thought you were drunk. I was like, I should take it easy because I got to drive. Placebo. How's? So is your story this? It wasn't me, but a buddy of mine found a six pack of Becks in the library at McGill, and he ended up drinking it. And he was like, well, I'm drunk. And then he realized he looked at the thing, and then he realized it was non-alcoholic so i so he was just like snap back to reality like oh i wasn't drunk I'm so also an idiot so in a pie <laughs> i'm about to spill some secrets um, secrets so during the hell week one of the things they do <laughs> is um uh century club yeah oh. um but they blindfold you so you're doing century club blindfolded i would not and do after that. every 10 <laughs> shots of beer every minute uh they ask you on a scale of 10 how drunk you are and you kind of go through the whole thing, and then you do some, you know, they, you know, some people are throwing up, some people are fucking wasted, um, and at the end of it, they take off the blindfold and they go like, "That was non-alcoholic beer," because it started as this guy in a psychology class who was in a pie. He was like, "Oh, I'll um, sadistic. I'll uh, let, let's let's try this out. I want to see how the placebo effect works," and it works because when we were like, so when I was doing it, I definitely like, I felt weird. I didn't really feel drunk because they'd ask you like how drunk you was like I don't know like a four out of ten like it's hard to tell because you're drinking beer you feel different and definitely in your mind you're like you're trying to search how drunk you are and trying to make it as a scale Um, because I'm not trying to say like I sat there and be like oh I called bullshit the whole time but like it definitely I didn't feel like drunk but we did it the next year one of the pledges we had I swear to God I thought we had to take him to the hospital. He almost black. He blacked out on al- non-alcoholic beer. Well, like could not, and could then you, not and then you stand. Told him couldn't and open his eyes. Like we thought we had to take him to the hospital. We told him, and watching someone become sober, being sober, is the weirdest thing in the world. He was like, oh, it was like. Huh. <laughs> 
It's a podcast. Nobody captured that at home. <laughs> you, it's filmed. Yeah, but like, oh, that's only for sixty people. The other, the other two or three hundred. That's weird, though. Yeah, it's like just like sobering up and like kind of realizing in their face, like, wait, what? It's like you, it's you broke their brain. Like you literally, yeah. like, well, placebos work. Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. That's got to be one it of the latest was. things that they do during Hell Week, eh? Making you drink non-alcoholic beer. Well, you know what? Always I mean, they'll take every fifth shot and put like mayonnaise in it. Ew. <laughs> oh, Ew. I love Ew. that. Ew. The placebo what? thing is fucked though, because you hear about all these like studies, right? Where like people sign up for like, say, they have cancer or something or whatever, and they sign up for these like new treatment and like come be part of a study, yeah. and like one in like thirteen people are given like a pill of sugar. As a placebo to see if like it's it a really control, works, like, right? It's a, yeah, it's a but, control. But like, that's placebos for the person. Pl- yeah. Placebos actually work. Wow. But they say, but they still they'll tell you when you're doing the test. They'll be like, you might be part of the test, <laughs> yeah. or like you might get the real one, you might get the t- the, the fake one, or something. Just yeah. fighting to get a word in. Yeah. Uh, no. Just so yeah, say, no, no placebos. Yeah. Are- <laughs> I'm sorry. All right, fuck me, right? Yeah. Uh, no, I was just gonna say like interesting other kind of psychological side of things like obviously placebo could be a thing but you also wonder about like first and second years trying to pledge and being like oh like i'm so drunk and then versus like that i wonder how that kind of plays like how much they're things. playing it up yeah exactly like, yeah. They want, they want but to play i want to be like that drunk guy and but like, i don't know because we never like i the, the level of drunk this dude got is right. not like a hilarious drunk it's like That's literally like it's yeah. me and one Ambulance. guy just being like he can't walk we have, like I don't know what we're supposed to do. Maybe so, when you have a hundred shots of even non-alcoholic beer. Travis, how many beers is a hundred shots? It's like ten. Or it's, no, no, it's so if you, so if you say a shot's an ounce, sixteen ounces in a tall boy. So roughly, I don't know, like uh, math guys, sixty six, 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 six tall boys in an hour or in a hundred minutes. I guess it's not like that's a lot, but it's not. It's nah, not it's... like have to take you to the hospital. Yeah. Not. Like, yeah. Um, also, my question is like, how do you even know? Like, how do you guys even know much alcohol is in this? Like, uh, so I mean, so fermentation is just changing sugar into alcohol with. But you yeast, test it right? at the end. Well, you start with the sugar concentration beforehand, and then you see the c- sugar concentration afterwards, and then the math in between is. How much was turned into alcohol? I got you. I got you. Can I ask you something? Yeah. So you're doing a dry week. Yeah. Fuck. Um, Wait, bring my, that up. My, oh, well, it rained today. Well, my thoughts. My <laughs> thoughts on non-alcoholic beer is it's because it rained today. No, I said it rained today, which <laughs> yeah. means it wasn't that dry of a week. Shut up. <laughs> uh, non-alcoholic you look beer damp. for for me. I'm like. Why? Why am I gonna drink? Like, get all the you know the carbs and like the bloating or like I've never understood that. Whatever, right? Yeah. Like, like if I want something to drink, I'm just gonna have a water or like even like a soda water or something, right? Yeah. As a beer guy, some people try and say they genuinely enjoy the taste of beer, and that's like, do you genuinely enjoy beer enough that oh, I love that I would drink a non-alcoholic that you drink a non-alcoholic beer? Not like through (laughs) your dry week. Yeah. Firstly, how many non-alcoholic beers have you like Bex? It's not a particularly good beer. Having it wasn't said bad. that, Bellwood's in a lot of beer. There's other now. breweries like, now. Yeah, Bellwood's yeah. did a beer that was 0.97%. Which right? is basically Which is nothing. Basically nothing, right? Yeah. And it was like, I actually didn't get a chance to try it, but apparently very flavorful and everything like that. So, Still, for me, I don't see the point. Okay, I don't see it. As a man who did a dry year and two months. You? This is getting very confrontational. Yes. I am yeah. confr- I'm in your face, dude. Yeah. 
I did uh, I think more it's than you just... have a better mic than us. I think that's why you're doing it. I have a lot of things better than you, Adam. <laughs> nice. Like my fleet of vehicles that I rent out. That's yeah. Um, okay. I'm just kidding about that fleet, by the way. I think you guys are having a hard time differentiating my style of humor. <laughs> Oh, is that what it That's is? That's what it is. Yeah, okay. So again, I'm going to put that back on you. No, but I did a dry year in a couple months yeah. and I went to a music festival and people were playing flip cup and beer pong and stuff. So I brought a case of non-alcoholic beer. Sure. Just to That's participate. That's a reason. But, I'm, but I think Robbie's like saying for enjoyment. Well, I think there's like... I'm not hitting I, on anyone who does. Yeah, but I, I see. Like, why? But I think one I of the questions, you, the thing it. that you asked is like, or I think maybe Gerlings, you said it was like people trying to pretend they enjoy the taste of beer. I love the taste of beer. I think beer tastes unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Would I drink it without the alcohol? It's like coffee. Would you I, drink it without the caffeine? Well, like I decaf? Drink, I don't drink coffee. Yeah, you're a freak if you I'm drink right. decaf coffee. Like, we have I, a freak I on our hands? T- I love the taste of coffee, but I. But that's the thing. I feel like it's the whole package. Right? It's like a whole I, package. Like, it's I, a whole I, package. I, I like, I actually, I like the taste of beer. I like the taste of coffee. But, it's but, they're, but they're both enhanced by the alcoholic there's content some, yeah. and the caffeine content. There's something like and you a, don't like you like don't like the feeling of the caffeine rush or uh, maybe I've dr- I got drink like three four cups a day probably numb to it at this point. <laughs> oh, so you, I thought you said you'd like I, decaf coffee. No, well, oh no, I, oh. If, if I were no, if I, I was saying I like the taste of coffee. Got it, got it. Got so it. like, if I'm could, drinking coffee, around, give yeah. me all of what it's got. Yeah. But I think, but I, but I, but I do think that there's uh, the, the differences is like. People at lunch during a work day who want to have a beer. Like, there's some people that a 5% beer will definitely like, it's not nothing. Mm-hmm. So, the big thing that I know both me and Adam really like is like low ABV beers. So, like, mm-hmm. 2.5, like a 2.5% beer is awesome because it's like, I don't know, if you're at least my size, that's effectively nothing. But it's still like I get to have the beer, and if it's really well made and it's really flavorful, I get to still kind of enjoy that, like even that little. It's light. Bit of it's a buzz. easier drinking, yeah. but also like yeah. a lot of places now, like I don't know, like say say like we're driving around all the time, and say we go somewhere and have a beer for a meeting or at lunch, right? A nice low ABV beer, yeah, is great because you can continue your day after you don't have to sit down, right? Also, I think like it's really impressive breweries that can make really good low ABV beers oh God, and yeah. still make them very flavorful because the lower and AB, the ABV on a beer, the harder it is to kind of get that flavor out of it, the body out of it, just make it as good as something that's So like it's difficult higher. to make a beer with less alcohol, but still with enhanced flavor. For sure, yeah. A lot of them can sometimes taste a little bit more bland, a little bit just like kind of dull, like very kind of like watery. Or even something like as, like we recently went down to, we were lucky enough to go down to Vermont and visit Hill Farmstead, which is like... I'm a yeah, rec- tell us about this trip because you guys were down there. Yeah, so Hill Farmstead is, I mean, easily one of the best breweries in the world, like without a doubt. And they'll make like big double IPAs, huge IPAs with full of flavor. And it's like maybe five percent, and that like that's crazy to be able to do that and get the same flavor that you get from like an eight percent IPA at five percent is like it's just it's. It's like the showing of a master craftsman, like the ability to do that. Which you'll be soon. Huh. After Maybe. school. Yes. Maybe. A few months. That's all it takes. Let's, huh? let, let's dive into that. Let's dive into that. So you're going down to school for, uh, what's, what's the course called? Uh, it's at a school called Siebel, and it's a master brewing course. Master brewing course. Yeah. And when does that start? Uh, in February of next year. Uh, so okay, so you got half, a few months still. Yeah. So half of it's in uh, Chicago, and the other half they have an associate campus in uh, Munich, Germany. 
That's and you go so over there. Sick. Yeah, and you make some ah, beer. Berlin. Yeah. <laughs> and then you do a little like <laughs> nowhere <laughs> near. <laughs> nowhere near Berlin. <laughs> <laughs> um and then you like kind of there's a portion, like two, three week portion where you travel around Europe to different breweries as well. That's wicked. Yeah. And fun. Okay. Okay. So, awesome. so so what's uh so what's your like motivation behind this? Like is your plan to move into sort of the driver's seat of the brewing for yeah. true history? I mean I I guess like I'm kind of I'm still definitely getting some help from people who know a lot more than me, mm-hmm. but I'm kind of taking the driver's seat on that n- now. But I just yeah. still have so much more to learn. Like I'm the, yeah. the person who's like always try and learn more. Uh, always surround yourself with people who are better than you at what you're trying to do or doing. Yeah, and that's how you get better. So yeah. by doing that, it's just going to put me in the best us in the best position possible to yeah. make the best beer possible. We make yeah, we make no like mistake that we're not completely new to this, and we're trying and like being able to do the best we can with what we got and to continue our knowledge in it. Like we don't go anywhere and be like, yeah, we know what we're doing. We accept help from everybody. Yeah. And having Adam go off to school and learn, he already is in the driver's seat of the brewery for sure. Don't worry. Like 12 swans is his recipe. But like right now it's like, kind of like a Tesla with like uh, a lot of like auto drive. Features. There's a lot of, there's a lot of help on the commercial system. Like Call the recipes Elon. are yeah. like, are still there. But so that's, that's a really, that's a, it's going to be a big help for us because the goal is still, like we say all the time, is to open a true brew pub and to have Adam be able to know, A, how to build a brewery and like operate it on a day-to-day, you know, from a day-to-day operation is really, my really friend, important. My friend Graham, who opened this gin distillery, yeah. who, who we've had on the show, and or that, that you've spoken to, actually. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, he runs it with, with his family, like so his, uh, his two siblings and his dad. And mm-hmm. uh, before they started doing that, he actually enrolled himself in a like master distilling course as well. Mm. So like sort of along the same lines yeah. that he was working to complete just to, you know, further his knowledge and yeah. help with the recipe in that way. Yeah. Yeah. It's important. You've had that gin, obviously. Yeah. I've, you were uh, over there recently. Yeah. Well, so obviously I was at, uh, you know, your um, music video launch party. So yeah. that was my first time there. And then I did go, uh, I hear that video is really, tasting. really, really good. Yeah, whoever made that video is brilliant. Uh, <laughs> which, which video? But um, uh, no, I, I did go recently I um, for a tasting, and it was a fantastic experience. And it's just so, it was, yeah, it was Graham's dad who led the the tasting. You arrived, got a complimentary G and T. It was really cool. They did they did like the whole he did the whole history of gin. Um, which I can't retell the whole story because it was like a yeah. twenty minute. Spiel Honestly, probably like, pretty yeah. boring. I'm gonna yeah. be honest. The history of gin. Some elements of interesting. Some elements. Yeah, it was y- pretty. You cool. know what though? I I gotta say, gin and like gin and tonic. Uh, if you listen to the history, some of the stuff that they tell you, mm-hmm. it's it all sort of comes together. You're like, oh, that's why like these two are paired together. Like tonic is made from this. I had no idea. Like tonic water is made from this random this, like, tree. Yeah, you know the quinine. Um, and but like all the stuff that you like, didn't know before. That's why and, you have to um, put so much sugar in there because it's a fucked, it's a <laughs> fucked up flavor. I hate tonic water. So tonic, you, yeah, everyone does. tonic. No one wants to That's drink tonic water, but like the quinine and tonic water mixed with gin is what gives it that unique flavor. Yeah. Like I'm, I fucking love gin. Like love same. gin. I'm obsessed with gin. Have uh, you tried this gin before? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's really it's good. Fantastic. Oh, yeah, love it. like, and it's just like the, but the the flavors of gin like react really well with quinine and the tonic water and stuff like that. But the history of gin is really interesting too. Yeah. And then it's cool. Like they go through the whole distilling process. So they bring you into like the distilling room. They have all that Mm, crazy gnarly ass equipment. 
Um, and then they have, I think, 11 or 12 botanicals in the gin. 12. Uh, 12. I think Kev, right? 12? 12 botanicals? Yeah. 12 botanicals. So uh, they actually are able to distill each botanical down to its like alcoholic form, just that alone. And you oh, get I'm to try each, and drink gin tonight. Each I'm real fired up. <laughs> yeah. And you get the whole fa- flavor profile from each it's one. And then you see like the finished fucked. product. So it's cool. Yeah. Very uh, you know, excellent experience. I would definitely recommend doing that tasting. I have a question for you. Why are you just the best fucking dude? Because, <laughs> yeah, the fucking like, greatest guy. Supporting. Uh, you, and you were at our show this weekend too. Yeah, had a yeah. Great you were night, in the Saturday audience night. just singing Fr- front along, row. front row. Same. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I kind of, but I do. I I kind of want to, from more of like also from like an earnest point. Like what? I don't know because I have a tough time supporting even my closest friends. Like why do you just support everybody? Like I, it's <laughs> I barely support him and he's my partner. Yeah. These yeah, guys are I mean, quite mean. Life. Partner. Oh, he's. <laughs> The most mean-spirited person I've met. Me? Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> I told you, the darkness is in you. I had to ask the podcast God for forgiveness. <laughs> the darkness is no, in I you. mean, I think uh, for me, you know, I always try to be a nice person in general, but then, like, I see my friends doing really cool shit, frankly, and, like, you know, same with you, Travis. Like, if they did something, like, cool, but it, like, didn't turn out that well, like, maybe I'd have a tougher time supporting it, but... Like it's all awesome stuff. Like that mm-hmm. gin is fantastic. Yeah, your your show was like such a good time. Cheers. This beer is fan. Like 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 it's it's easy when it's just good quality stuff. You just happen to be surrounded by some dope shit. Yeah, all my friends are doing dope ass. But the shit. thing is hilarious. It, yeah. <laughs> the the thing is is, uh, but the rest of our friends are still surrounded by the same stuff you are technically. But right. a lot of people still don't get like that involved in other people's stuff and i just want to know is your family super nice yeah i'd say like do your parents did your parents bring you out to a lot of friends like like stuff and like like we got to do this for so and so uh yeah i mean i'd say i don't know if they did like that specifically in terms of like introducing me to like their friends what they were doing but yeah they're always kind of like taught me to be generous and you know thoughtful i feel like it's definitely learned funny story my dad actually went to elementary school with uh girling's mom mm-hmm. like they, they you know, know it's they not know funny each, because your know dad knows other. fucking everybody your dad knows everybody there's I, i've been over to people's houses and seen yeah. a picture of your family on their fridge <laughs> and been like what how do you know the davidsons it, it's just he knows everybody i i always i always think of um his his well i'll, I'll tell one story first but uh his dad Used to work for um, for Wonka, for or for, for what? <laughs> Sorry, for, for for Hershey's. For for Hershey's. <laughs> you say for Wonka? Wonka, like Willie. <laughs> My dad was an Oompa Loompa. Yeah. Uh, what? His, his, dad, his dad used to work for Hershey's, so his dad was nicknamed Wonka. Because <laughs> wow. yeah, he'd always be giving out candy. But I always, I was thinking that. I was thinking that one story. Yeah. Uh, you very much have the energy of a kid whose dad gave out candy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I used yeah. to wonder actually as a kid because my friends would come out like my one good buddy Brooksy shout out. I don't know if he listens, but uh, he let he does. Yeah, he definitely does. But anyways, he, whenever he came whenever he came over to my house, we had like this one cupboard, uh, just like full of like basically like, Costco boxes full of Hershey chocolate. So oh, you got like fuck. fucking oh, forty Adam would be yeah. the fattest. You got you got I like, was Reese, cup, <laughs> Reese peanut butter cups. You got cookies and cream. You oh, got like boy. a box of each. Pick your 
like pick your poison. Basically. Oh, I would want like the like just the milk chocolate. Yeah. Just milk the, chocolate with almonds, just milk chocolate. The milk. Yeah, Brooks, you would come into my house and just immediately beeline to that uh, cupboard. So you could say he, like, he was only friends with you for your chocolate yeah. supply. Yeah. Oh, man, you like your me, family could have kidnapped so many kids. <laughs> yeah. Are you, yeah how do you know you're not kidnapped? Under, I know, I don't know. Dad's like, don't like go down in the basement. I told you. It's well. like a trap door under the drawer. So when you open the drawer, <laughs> the trap door. If, if, I, if I remember correctly, you also had a popcorn machine when we were over at your house. Yeah. So uh, you're like, do you want any popcorn? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> my, so my dad uh, used to work at Hershey's and then uh, decided to stay in the food and beverage industry. But Went over now, to uh, Orville Redenbacher's. Exactly. So he's he's gone from Wonka to Redenbacher. Uh, <laughs> Wait, is that actually true? Yeah, it's so he, he so he, he, yeah. he now he now is, a bi- is he, yeah he, that is epic. Yeah, he bought a business and is now in the concessions-based food and equipment uh, industry. I have oh, a fleet yeah. of so, businesses so, I can talk to. <laughs> just like your fleet, of cars. you got a business for every card. Word fleet. So it, that? stop yeah. saying fleet. But no, my band's called Fleetwood Mac, so it has to be. You're uh, like a young <laughs> Stevie Nicks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he does like. Popcorn, cotton candy, like anything. Snow cones. Is your dad a clown? Uh, like a like I'm, a physical. Like, is your dad the, the guy in it? I hope. I, fuck. I was about to say. I just watched the new one. Scary as fuck. Oh, I'm out, glad right? he's not a clown. Yeah, that's but, epic, man. Honestly, yeah. if that was my dad, I would have been huge. It's pretty. Far. Well, you were. <laughs> I was, but it would larger. <laughs> you had a big face. Oh, oh buddy. boy. You know those things you jump on in Super Mario Goombas? Yeah, I looked like one of those. <laughs> when? I've known you your entire uh, from life. From grades six, no, six. Oh, that's what I didn't know six you. Six to ten. That's Wait, you were big. Let me, show, let me show you a pic. You were big before I knew you. Yeah, let's see a pic. Yeah, I mean, don't wait in silence for me. I have to find it. Okay, let's yeah. talk about uh, Pearl. What have you been up to lately? Ooh, uh, a lot, I guess. It's been a great summer. Couple uh, cottage hops. Um. I guess it's been Mosaic a while. and uh, Columbus hops. Wow. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's um, <laughs> nice, Rob. I like that. Yeah, I guess it's been a while Good since I've been on the pod, but uh, big kind of life event for me. Have a girlfriend now. Whoa, How's wait, that is that going? new? Uh, well, since the last time I was on, like, I was on the pod. Actually, Did we like, get right... you a girlfriend as well? Yeah, this podcast will find you love. Damn. And beer. Wait, Fuck. I thought you'd been dating that girl forever, and this is based off no science. Yeah, I mean, since like you New Year's. Like, like you Year's. look like a long-term girlfriend guy. Oh, this, yeah, you do. This, like, is, this is actually like the first long-term-ish one. And it's only been, you know, it's been eight, it's been eight months. <laughs> can, can, you, can you look at his picture, please? This is going to derail this Oh my god. Can, I'm going to put that into the podcast what video. Yeah. You, you look like Beverly Hills Ninja. <laughs> Yo, if you if you're listening I to this like podcast, I look like Raphael. If you're listening oh to this podcast, god. please go Is on the YouTube even page you, right man? now. Did you just like search up fat kid on Google? No, like it's me. You need to see the, this picture. I don't know what the issue. I don't know why my parents let me Kevin, cut my hair like Kevin, that. Kevin, you need to see this. You saw it. You saw from that far away because there's a lot to see. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. it's young Chris Farley mixed Jewish. <laughs> Jewish Chris Farley. Oh, yeah. This girl, good. this girl's got the same. It's my cousin. This oh, I was going to say, oh, I was like, well, you're still with a say, cute girl. No, I was yeah, going to say, it looks, like, it looks like a girl who's like, get it, gets to hug like a chimp at the zoo. Dude, you have a bowl <laughs> cut across your eyes. Yeah, man. Everything about this picture is perfect. Yeah. Go to the YouTube page if yeah. you have five minutes because it will make your day. Yeah. You look like you sell cell phones. And then, at a and then, and then, the mall. you know what? This transitions nicely because 
I have called you within the last year or two a man dime. That's exciting. so you Thank are you. literally Ryan Reynolds from Just Friends. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's that's a nice compliment. Thank you. Because he becomes, I know, he becomes a you really don't know, you don't know Adam well enough that that compliment that that's his type of compliment. If you say not my type if of you, if you, compliments, <laughs> I don't know how to take. Yeah, no, so anything with like a mid two thousands rom com is well, oh, your yeah, jam. Yeah, no, no, no. I love that movie, by the way. Yeah, it's a great movie, yeah. and and maybe he became a really douchey, handsome guy later in life. Nice. I knew that was. I knew that was gonna come. I knew something was gonna but, come down on me there. But then he realizes that sleeping around and being a manhole isn't everything. Yeah. And then he settles. He gives and, back the Porsche. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. And then so, he gets Amy Smart. Yeah. So one day you'll figure that out, and yeah. you'll get you'll get yeah, there. Yeah. One day I'll be okay. But we'll put in a picture now of I'll, I'm sending it to you. of um of also his man. I'm gonna find your most man dimey Instagram shot. No, you're not. Yes, oh, I am. It's just his phone background. <laughs> No, it's not. No, we, can't, we, we, we can't put a nude picture. Shire's up. phone background is him, him shirtless. Let's yeah, see. Let's see. Let's see. No, no, no. That's, not, that's not why. Okay. Well, why me is. and my brothers in Italy, and we're all shotgunning a beer at the back of a beer. Oh, that's yeah. a cool picture. Yeah, it's cool. But why is your it. dick out? Because <laughs> I didn't think anyone else was gonna see. Dude, yeah. why are you sucking this guy's dick? <laughs> <laughs> all right, girlings, why are you such a nice guy? Yeah. <laughs> What a segue! Yeah, <laughs> holy shit! You look, you just, you have the vibe of a guy who's just like long-term girlfriend. You said this is your first long-term girlfriend. Meaning, were you a player before? What uh, does that mean? No, I mean, wait, uh, send him up to what is Howard Stern? I don't know if you want to go into this, Rob. But no, I want to get into it. I want to get into it. All right, let's hear it. Let's hear it. Oh, God. Story of heartbreak, because Rob saw it firsthand. Oh, I remember this. <laughs> yeah, this is tough. This is tough. So Rob clearly takes it as seriously as you did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, was just, he was like trying to give me advice, but then like turning around and like laughing a little bit. Um, but yeah, basically, I had a girlfriend in first year for like three or four months. For, that was like actually the first like kind of longer term girlfriend. The first one is where you learn all your lessons. Yeah. Uh, and then she literally... I'm broke, loving the direction where this is going. She broke up with me <laughs> the day before I went to Kilku and all guys camp for the summer. Ah. Uh, so that was a bone saw. Yeah, that was a tough one. Bones. Yeah. So I was like, Rob, like what the fuck? Like girls <laughs> suck. And Rob's just like laughing at me. Um, he actually laughed at you? Well, no, I mean... I mean, he, I don't know. He, he actually exact. gave me some solid advice. What did you say, Rob? Like, I, I don't Rob know. gives I don't the know same advice that like Matthew McConaughey gives, and like Dave's is, is just very much as like it's philosophical. But if you think about it too long, you're like, that doesn't make a lot of sense. <laughs> <laughs> Probably, Rob. The only advice you give me is advice your dad told you, and then you say, "Well, my dad always says." So what's gonna happen when? Does it? Is it from? Where does he get it all? Uh, my oh, my dad. Yeah. I, it, I don't know. He just he drops these funny you is know, your dad saying very, sometimes. Is your dad very professorial? No. He just has the dad advice. Yeah. He's the dad, dad advice. Like the dad advice you need. Yeah. Like give me one right now. Uh, oh, I've got, you, I've, oh. got, I've got a good John one liner. Okay. When you when you have a hammer Everything looks like a nail. <laughs> wow, that sounds that is powerful. That, that sounds, sounds like it could be you know. Yeah, John was also that's very that that's a, very John that's was very, also a bit of a stud in his day, right? Yeah, so that's very corner of the bar. You don't need to gloss over that. <laughs> he's got amazing one-liners, John. Uh, I remember we were up at his cottage, and uh, Rob's got like this pretty old uh, powerboat. 
thought you were going to say dad. <laughs> <laughs> no, but his, his dad was driving the boat. and of course, Yeah, John, like, might be new time time for a new boat. Uh, so, of course, it's got like a slow pickup. Rob's, uh, John doesn't listen to this. <laughs> yes, he does, actually. <laughs> he listens every episode. Every episode, really? so he will yeah. be listening. Yes. <laughs> so, Rob's behind the boat wakeboarding, and of course, like, it takes a little while to get uh, to get up. You basically have to like power through, and the boat, t- boat takes a while. And then uh, I was with Max in the in the boat, and uh, John just turns to me and Max and goes, "This boat used to go a lot faster." And then Rob got fat. <laughs> <laughs> he just got like incredible one-liners like that. Um, that's I'm gonna say dad, it's probably the boat. Dad jokes are great. No, it's probably, yeah, the, probably, the, probably the, boat. the boat. Yeah, you know, boats boats getting old. You but still- but let's uh, let's <laughs> wait wait let's the turn the old. yeah couple. back to the story back to the girls oh fuck back to the girls yeah. Segwaying away and then coming right back to me. I love it. But yeah, basically that was like. Did I give you advice? I don't remember what I. I don't know. I think you just said like, forget about it. Like I was in first year forget university. Forget about it. Great advice. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, it's like bounce. You know, bounce back. Come on, hold your head up high. Something like that. You're like try dudes like, this summer, dude. I was like, yeah, that was that was honestly the tough thing. Was just like going to dude summer camp right after a breakup. That's not. That's the last thing you want. Yeah. Um. But then yeah, it was like after first year, and then basically it was like, okay, like I can't. I can't put myself through that again. Honestly, got a little heartbroken. Can't uh, can't lie. So I was like, okay, yeah, just like. For the what rest, was, what was the, the reason rest. for the split? If you don't mind me asking, creative differences. Uh, well, I mean, <laughs> yeah, creative differences. Oh man, I'm laying my heart on the line. You're traveling, you're, uh, you're jumping in. <laughs> that was a uh, yeah. I'll give that to you. Yeah, but um, yeah, I mean, I don't want to get into that. Fuck. Uh, and so essentially I was like, yeah, first year relationship, you know, you're easy to fall in love with, I guess. And then, yeah, for the rest of school, I was like, yeah, yeah it's not for me. So haven't had a girlfriend since then. Well, and then, thank the Lord, because that's the right way to do it. Yeah. I think that we, you spoke about that on the, um, on a yeah. previous podcast, like to have a girlfriend during school or right. not. And I had one for four years. That was my first relationship. And wow. yeah. So I like that. You might've heard at the time, yeah. but. That's the way to do it. Exactly. Yeah. It was better to, I guess, like focus on friends and others, you know. Yeah. And the it point really, is that you really wouldn't have gone myself. through it without Rob. That's the point. I know. Rob uh, really pulled me through. Yeah. Oh, the boys stick together. Wow. Um, but yeah. Mr. Now, Miyagi. Uh, you know, eight, eight months into this one and uh, in in love again. I don't know if. Uh, um, Does your girlfriend listen to the podcast? I think she'll listen to this one for sure. Right, cool. Okay. I told her I was on it. Oh, but, she listened to the previous episodes that you've been on? How many episodes uh, have you been on? This is my third. This is so third, I had, yeah. yeah. Well, he, he, oh, he, had his own, he had his own yeah. personal wow. episode. Let's see and then he And then second. he... I was on, I was on by myself. Oh, by your, by mm-hmm. yourself. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, had own, he had his own personal episode, and then he uh, was sat in on a buddy's episode. Well, actually, we, we did a pod smashed before the concert, remember? Mm-hmm. And, you yeah. told, and you told the story of the, the festival. Oh, the wait. RV. It was on the RV episode. Well, you didn't sit in on a buddy's episode. You sat in on one of our pod smashed. That's right. And we had a story lined up that story. was like a 40-minute story. Yeah, I was pod jumping what? in. Pod smashed is when we get dr- drunk and do a podcast. This, this could be considered a pod smash. Nice. Because I'm a little tipsy. Yeah, but you got that way during the podcast. That's the point of oh, pod smash. Oh, I smashed. thought maybe you like... But sometimes we take this were... from like here to like... Like sometimes we get here. real fucking drunk. I want to do yeah, one I mean, of those we... one time when I'm not... Well, in the when you're not of... doing your dry week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like we were going to a concert that night, so we were getting nice, we'll get nice case. loose. We got that was such a good concert too. Sick. Holy fuck, Gang of Use, dude. You oh, Gang of Use. Yeah, okay, you okay also, uh, you know, such a good show. I, I, I think uh, we might have talked about it that night, but um, yeah, just 
Talk about being a yes man in life. Like your buddy says, ah, your buddy Carrie. Your but you're, yeah, I dude. Actually, I I watched that movie we recently. Talked, like like I kind of back it yeah. a little bit. Yeah, not as yeah. good as fun with Dick and Jane, but it's a good one. I mean, your your buddy calls you up and he's like, dude, I have concert tickets. I literally don't even give a shit who's playing. I'm like, I'm in. Let's go. Where the fuck the are we going? First thing I when ask is, is who's playing. No, but he he shows up. He comes in the. Well, pod. I also know Rob is a sick taste of music. So I was like, whatever you're going to, like, I'm gonna like. And it was epic. Wasn't it, it was a wild fantastic. show? Nine yeah. Inch Nails. Such a good show. Gang, I know, of, youth. Gang of Youth. Gang of Youth. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know that. Sorry. And Australian alternative rock. They're like Australian Nine Inch Nails. That's sick. <laughs> I feel like anyone Australian is like randomly really. Like any Australian band is really good. Well, because if they make it over They're, here, that means they've risen to the top that's of Australia. Right. Yeah, it's like it's like it's like our their equivalent of I'm big in Japan is like I'm big in Canada. Yeah, it's like the Teskey mm-hmm. Brothers. Are you a Teskey Brothers fan? I don't know the Teskey You'd Brothers. You fuck with them. Okay. Yeah, you'd like. I'll them. check them out after this. I don't like know. Sticky fingers. Sticky. They're sticky. So good. Yeah. Pearl's been listening to a lot of Sticky recently. Dude, why, why? I know you knew the words to the Sticky songs yeah. at the show. Dude, why? Why are those two songs not on like anything? Cyclone and it's, uh, that's their thing. They're just so Cyclone sick. and a love letter from me to you. Their acoustic songs are just on YouTube. So good. Um, but you're a very easy guy to see in the crowd. By the way. Yeah, it's six three guy. Just I just, I'm just I, I basically was singing to you the whole time. <laughs> I was just like. We're just happy. We're like making. I'm like giving you like. Uh, I'm like like that. That's good. Okay. Yep. Yeah. And you're singing along. You're like, this is a great song. I'm like, thanks. Like like. But this what? is all just like a conversation we're having telepathically. Yeah. Love also, it. by the way, most rock stars this look at girls. I told Tompkins cool. this. Girlings. What are girls? Yeah. He's a you girl. Know who Bryce Blakely is. Yeah. Yeah, I do. You know what? Bryce Blakely, twins. Him and Bryce look the exact same. Think so. Um, uh, you have like a foot on him. <laughs> okay, I'm not. Okay. He's, I think he's talking facial. You have like, like a foot of your face on him. I'm <laughs> 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 Why can't you just support me? Good crescent lads. Um, no, Bryce is Bryce is like he looks like Anthony Kiedis a little bit. That's the vibe I get. Really? Yeah. I don't get that at all. You see that a little bit? I get the like the vibe. Well, that's very like. Like he he reminds me of Anthony Kiedis. There's a real like mom way of saying things when your mom's like, "Yo, you remind me of this person." It's mm. like, "Oh, you look like this person." It's like, yeah. I don't look like them at all. It's my like, mom tells well, you remind they... me of yeah, them." Yeah, he doesn't. Like, he doesn't have the same hair yeah. color. He's got friends. darker hair, and like Kiedis. his nose doesn't look the you? same, but his vibe. But like, I don't I don't see the Bryce look here either. Okay, I don't Do you? cut it out. It's fine. You, yeah, I cut yeah. nothing out. <laughs> cut I it mean, out. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I thought it was. Good. I thought that was gonna be like a you stand up moment. Be like, yes. Oh, oh you. Hi, Hogan. Talking about you, like you're not here right now. I don't mean that. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. um, why don't you give one? He looks like. Oh, <laughs> I mean, I mean, I'm, I mean. Hold on, first up. No, in Super no. Mario, we went over this. <laughs> Fat Shire looks like Ricky Baker from Hunt for the Wilder People. Oh my God, that picture, man! Yeah, I, that, I so want to get a poster dude, of it from my the wall. Picture. Dude, I'll find the picture of what he looks like. I know you're, you're talking about. Send it to you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I've I seen that movie. Thank you, but I want to. I want to get it. I want to put it on. So goddamn good. It's great because I've never seen a better picture. Can that be your next EP cover? This is now becoming my phone background, and that's not a joke. I'm saving it. Dude, good conversation starter. What is yeah, on your? Phone? How much? How much did you weigh on that picture? Uh, I don't know in that picture specifically. Doesn't that my piece doesn't before Fat Shire look like came that? on the other yeah. side? Of the oh mountain. yeah, I was dude. at one ninety six. Yeah, I'll, I'll put that in the. I'll put that in the podcast. 15, over fifteen. Yeah, it's big. It's heavy, man. Dude, I, that's I, Fat Shire. I weigh, I weigh one ninety six. <laughs> it is. Yeah, totally. <laughs> totally. Although it somehow looks better. 
Oh, he looks way he's better. Famous. He's like yeah. way cuter Famous. or something. Fam- yeah, he's, he's also he's from Deadpool too. He's the, he's the kid who they're doing the whole thing about. That's what you look like as a as a fat a fat child. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I want to talk about Pearl. You're looking to transition out of the finance world, and potentially we're and, thinking about a lot of things right now. And you've been looking at a lot of things. You know, uh, speaking with the true history guys in some ways as well. Yeah. Um. I mean, I don't know if you can get into too much, but yeah, uh, don't put. But but, but uh, yeah, I don't, I don't want to put you on the spot. No, but, that's fair. But um, but but you're looking to sort of elsewhere outside of like banking. I is mean, essentially, what's happening? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'd say not necessarily out of banking per se, but out of like my current department specific for sure. Area. Yeah. Yeah. So like my my specific area, procuring meats, as as Rob uh, said in my podcast. Uh, that, that's <laughs> not procuring. Yeah, that's what Rob thought I was thought I used to do. Can I get a nice salumi? He's like, I'm in procurement. Yeah. Rob's like, so, oh, like jerky. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like jerky. They didn't say that, but I'm sorry. But uh, no, no, it's the deli counter. Yeah. Yeah. So I think uh, like that specific department isn't for me long term. And I've, yeah, I've been doing it for two years full time. And so basically you did some soul, soul searching after kind of the two year mark, which is traditional to do after the two years in the banking sphere. But you're kind um, of at that age, uh, at least that I found with us. And then like I've seen from younger generations where you kind of you you have that moment where you're like is this what I want to right. do because I like I know Adam at least had it with the with like going from finance to beer like you had it as well I'm sure Robbie you had it as well like so many people at this age like you have this idea that you go into university and either that you're like dead set on or you're like yeah it sounds like something I could do and then like you hit 24 25 and you're like is this what I want to like do do and I don't know. I've just been. <laughs> you said doo doo. <laughs> <laughs> uh. But like, have you been finding that with like everybody else your age, or do you feel like you're kind of a? I don't want to say alone, alone, but like, but like, do you feel like a loser? No, but it's like no. wherever it's like <laughs> if like ninety percent of the people are like, yeah, I got into procurement at the bank and i'm just fucking gonna ride this out versus like there's a couple people i or is there's a couple people who's like no we're gonna do this or is it like kind of like a 50 50 split because i'm always interested in that because i think that like and we've talked about this on the first podcast i think we did about how this whole idea of like i don't know i don't think that at least our generation is this, built the same way in this idea of just like yeah i got into banking at 21 i'm gonna get out of banking at 60 and that's just what i do like it's just not gonna work, man. Yeah. So that kind of uh, point made me think of a line in Moneyball, funnily enough, where basically mm-hmm. this guy goes, "We're all told at some point in time that we can no longer play the children's game. We just don't know where we're gonna be told, but at some point we're all told." Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean that's that's kind of the answer to that point, which is like you might figure it out when you're 24, you might figure it out when you're 50, but at some point you're all told. Or you all you all figure out kind of what your your jam is, so like, to speak. So I, think I think even yeah, even yeah. the most successful people that I know, and I'm talking like in their fifties and sixties, get like another thing. Like they do another thing. They're like, Yeah, this is what I do, this is how I made my money or whatever, but like I now do this because this is what I really wanted to do. I think this idea of that like you go to school, you learn something, and you just do that thing forever. 
is insane. Now you can like veer off on paths within that same vein, but like I personally, at least with our generation, our our, our year, like so many people have switched things or done yeah. things that you're like, really, that's what you're doing? Because I've known you since grade nine and I never saw you doing that. Well, yeah, People do think that, uh, and this is just stuff I've picked up listening to smart people talk about it, that it's no longer going to be the getting at the ground level. Everyone knows this. It's no longer getting at the ground level. Companies don't really hire and promote within as much anymore. The idea is that you'll move, you'll make a lot of um, kind of like not vertical moves, but La angled. Yeah, it's angled. not quite yeah. lateral, but it's angled. It's like, yeah. um, and you'll it's like icy towers. Yeah. I love that game. Holy fuck. <laughs> yeah. What a throwback. Yeah. Um, but it's basically like they're saying that instead of having one job, you work to retirement, you move up the ladder. People are going to have like 12, 15, 20 jobs by the mm. time they retire. Uh, and also what's kind of scary is, I don't know if you guys have heard this, but a lot of smart people are calling for another recession. Yeah. And I don't know what that means for our stage of life. Like this, these are the worst five people besides maybe girlings to ask about what this is going to mean because that's no, going to be okay, a lot just of say, like, we don't know when it's going to happen. Sure. Leave that to the bank and people to, to predict or, or to see, but when it happens, because everyone agrees that it's coming soon. We're due for another cycle unless we can break the the cycle that's existed for as long as modern capitalism has existed. We're due for another a downturn. It's like, what does that mean for the creatives? Uh, you know, you guys have said you're in a recession-proof environment, but what does it mean for, or at least a, a product that does well in it's, recessions? It's, but it's, it's a joke that is funny. It's not necessarily untrue i mean people are always drinking like it's, i think if people are in a real tough situation they're probably going to be like mm, but maybe they don't go for true beer. history then yeah they're like give me maybe a, i won't buy this give week. me a, uh what are the cold 45 what are those like old old english old english yeah. i think i think what, yeah recession is, hands. but what does yes, that mean i did that <laughs> first night when i was at mcgill and res <laughs> Me and Pat Rancor did Edward Forty Hands. I How's got that? drunk. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, not not good. I remember Mike Alfred did three Colt Forty Fives. He passed Jesus. out standing up. He was a big dude though. He passed out standing up. It was fun. He was a big dude. At Skrillex. <laughs> remember Skrillex? No. Who's that? Seriously? Is um. <laughs> okay. Fuck. <laughs> so, I was trying to think of a good joke for Skrillex. I literally had nothing. But I do think, like, to go to your point about recession, I think we're. I will say this about kind of our generation is I think we're going to be craftier than the generation before us. I think we're going to figure things out and be like, nah, we're not going to let it affect us the same way. Just like not have all your eggs in one basket sort of deal. Maybe. I don't even know if that's it. I think it's more just like find understanding how to circumvent traditional recession based like, like statuses. So it's like, if you're in banking and law and and all this stuff, like a recession might hit you harder than let's say if you're in a creative field, because I think, you know, what even is a, like, I don't know. Like, what does it mean? Does it just mean that everyone that's in banking starts losing money and then that just affects the rest of everyone else? Well, I have no idea. Well, it yeah. starts somewhere, right? Like I think with the, but one. if your money's not in the market and you don't lose your job, do you even feel a recession? <sighs> Yeah, I mean, it depends. I mean, if we if you want to get into that, I kind of do I because mean, I'm dumb and I'd like to know. Uh, actually, it's funny enough that we bring this up because last week, so my dad, as a business owner, is part of this group called uh, 
PEO, which is Presidents of Enterprising Organizations. Sounds yeah. rich. It's uh, <laughs> <laughs> some wealth at the table. Yeah. No, but uh, it's it's mainly for actually like smaller business owners who want to be in a community of other like-minded small business is it, owners. Is it a to, part of YPO? Is it like the next level or is that a different thing? I don't think so. No, this okay. is probably more like older. It seemed like an older crowd at least because I've... No, YPO is young. Yeah, it's young presidents, yeah. but I didn't know if there was... I don't know if it became something else sure, after. Should we be YPOs? Yeah, I think you need. I looked at the requirements for? for YPO. You need to be making. What does it stand for? I don't even know. Young presidents, something. Young yeah. president or owners? How much do you need yeah. to be making? Young, I'll I don't know. show you my bank account right now. Yeah, it was more. It's more than you're doing. It might be like seven fifty a year or something like that. Yeah. But anyway, but uh, essentially they have <laughs> a number of um, you know speaker series throughout the year. Yeah. And I went to one I think just last week uh, that was basically like a head economist for a National Bank hmm. who basically went through like art essentially this question: Are we about to enter a recession? And the factors at play which might determine that. Yes. And. I mean, I think each recession like seems to have a different catalyst or like flavor. major driving theme. Yeah, different flavor. It's kind of like twelve you know, swans. The the OA recession was your twelve swans recession, and you know <laughs> you might be entering the farmer recession. Oh, that's a heavy recession. But that's uh, no, no. It's just love, love the relating of recessions. <laughs> you have to years. tie back. That's yeah, super previous. exciting. But, but no, but no. I'd what say, are the determinants of the flavor? Yeah, so that's what uh, you know. The, the the OA recession was obviously more Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac. Yeah, so more relating to the housing, I guess, environment in the states. So that that was like the kind of mm. uh, you know straw that broke the camel's back, so to speak. So can I guess this one's this one? Chinese debt is going to be Chinese Chinese credit. I mean, Chinese U.S. trade war relations potentially. It's going to be the collapse so, of the Chinese credit system. So there's there might be a trade. I think war, he just said that you were wrong and you really tried to force. <laughs> like, I know this one. No, no, that was my guess. I think I think it I'm was right. Close. It does have to do with China. But well, it, I think I think the trading relationship will collapse when their credit system collapses. Well, I think the U.S. owes China. China's credit is going to be good. No, they China's have, credit has China has the wackest credit system in the world. Dude, they. Uh, I don't Let know. the banker we'll tell you that you're. <laughs> have you, have, you, have <laughs> you ever? Have you ever this off air? Have you ever heard of Kyle Bass? <laughs> Sounds like a dude who said sold NBA. Think about Kyle Dubas. Sounds no. Expensive. Kyle Bass told that to me in a podcast. In <laughs> fact, you up? in fact, our previous guest so, last week recommended this Kyle Bass podcast to me. Oh, so I listened to it. it, and he that's what he talked about how fucked China's credit system. Yeah. So I, I think to to sum it up, essentially the geopolitical kind of landscape might be the driving factor for this potential recession. So, I mean, the guy that spoke last week, like was an optimist and he said, hopefully, you know, in order for Trump to be reelected, he would not want to be going for his reelection on the pretense of a trade war. Thus, he should opt for a trade truce, which would hmm. hopefully mitigate a potential recession. But it has been like a long period of economic growth. So mm. yeah, see, this is why I didn't want to get down this path. It's kind of boring, but uh, it's not boring. It's not boring, man. It's our future. It's, our, it's literally, it's true. It, it, it changes the course of a lot yeah. of people's lives because if you're taking big risks right. in certain industries, when it's a recessionary period, it, ch it changes exactly what you're doing. I remember one of my, um, one of the things I remember the most is that a uh, mentor I had at Western a uh, guy I really want to have on the podcast to talk about this, but he uh, he had just Ball gone. Ballnose Man? No, Ballnose Man is a wildly rich, successful guy. Um, no, sorry, my my uh, mentor, he was talking about how 
he had started basically like a health tech company and he had just raised money and he's like, wow, like, like things were going amazing for him. Recession hit mm-hmm. that business collapsed, not for any other reason than it could, it just wasn't recession proof. It didn't have the, the stores to deal with it. And then his whole life changed course, not for the worse, but it changed right out of his control. So I guess like circling back to the LCBO, that kind of makes me feel comfortable at the LCBO because they're never going to go out of business. They're a government funded organization. Unless the government goes out of business. Sure. Highly unlikely. I don't know enough about the economy, but I feel like... Oh, you, can we talk about do, Trudeau blackface? How funny that is? Oh, my God. Quick question. Yeah. Do you guys sell beer in the beer store as well? No. We don't. What's what's the process like that to get into the beer store? Because I know um, how you talked about the hurdles easier, of getting to It's easier, but it's... There's no reason to do it, really. I don't think. There's not a lot of reasons to do it. So the beer store is... Uh, I'm an idiot, but I, I do think they're having a little bit of trouble with just... They're, they're owned by the big three. And they're great for them, but like if you're just like a, a craft brewery starting out, like I don't really know why you'd want to go there. Yeah, uh, it's a pay-to-play system, so you pay a lump fee to get into the beer store, and then you pay for the stores you want to be in. But like, if I were to ask you right now, where's where's your closest LCBO? Lobos down the street. Where's your closest beer store? And like, o- I have no Oakdale idea. over there. There you go. <laughs> So, oh, Oakwood. Yeah, the Oakwood. Ask me, when, was, when was the last time I took my beer cans back? Well, you're just a bad environmentalist. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. but like the idea is that it's just like, that's not really where people are, people are migrating away from the beer store to go to the LCBO for beer. And people are migrating away from the LCBO for beer to go to individual breweries in the city that they like. So like, it's everything's kind of coming back to brick and mortar local breweries. Cause like we buy everything local. I'm sure if Kristen was here, she'd tell you she buys everything local as much as she can. Like she buys around the neighborhoods as she can. Like why would you not do the same with your beer? I don't understand why the LCBO doesn't take cans or bottles back. Um, I have no idea why that is know. above my pay yeah, grade. I don't know. And my pay either. grade is very low. high. I was no, kidding, I'm kidding. But uh, yeah, the Trudeau blackface. Trudeau blackface. I I wonder what's what. Oh, sorry, I just want to ask, what minute are we in this podcast? We're but we're about to wrap it up a clock. You might have to edit the shit out of this. No, no, no. You know, what? I'm in the I'm in the Joe Rogan mood. Where if it's a dope podcast oh, and we're flowing, yeah. like let's do a three hour. Yeah, yeah, we're state. both we we'll both own a fleet of vehicles. <laughs> we both talk about controversial stuff. We're both comics. You haven't mentioned jujitsu yet. Uh have you guys thought about hunting? <laughs> because I've never you'd done love it. Either. it. You'd, <laughs> yeah. you'd love it, Jamie. Man. Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'd be a bad hunter because I think you have to be quiet during it. <laughs> I'd be a good hunter because deer roam my property. I don't know. I went north. to Western with Travis. He'd be a good hunter. What oh, does that mean? Wow. Yeah. A little confidence from the side over there. Yeah. Like, I'm going to prop you, but I feel like that a was a chirp. Then. Come on. Go up well, north. Well, for one thing, first out. things first, I'm a good shot. Yeah. To be fair, it's... No, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> Let's hear about it. <laughs> Let's no, hear. That's good. You're better at sensing share, yourself Share with than the crowd. No, no, no. I'm, I, yeah, I, I, I learned from Gerling, so I'm going <laughs> to... That in mind, I know that this is going on the internet. Um, yeah, this isn't going on the internet. It's just going to SoundCloud, <laughs> and Apple which podcast. feeds to all the internet. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but it's it's getting to wrap it up a clock. Uh, we we we've been doing tips for your twenties. If you've been listening, 
Um, we're having a hard time coming up with consistent different tips for your 20s. And we might have to change it up. And what? Uh, who's our next guest, Rob? Mark Stanuitz. Mark Stanuitz. So Stanush. Stanush. That is not his last name. You, it's not Stanuitz. I know. I always say that because my dad always says that. Okay, and you, you are you just is, repeat is whatever your dad says. So what we're thinking is if we, I don't know if we're going to try new seg segments and other than tips for your twenties. But one thing I wanted to try was if we know who our next guest is going to be that we can ask a question for our next guest Ooh. and we'll tell you who that guest is a little bit about Make them. Make a little guest connection. So actually don't tell us anything about him. I just want to ask him a question. Okay. What's your question? Okay. Uh, wait, uh, should I write these down? What's his name? Yes. How old is he? Well, Rob, just write it in your phone. His name is Mark Stanius and okay. he's 20. No. What? Oh, sorry. Go I ahead. think it's probably important to know a little bit about no, what he does. No, I just, cause I don't, Care. I have no question. I have no idea what he does. I just want to ask him some. Well, okay. I can tell you. Mark, can I tell you some basic things? Mark is the same age as Travis. Okay, he was married two years ago. He just had a baby. He's a huge football guy. He likes playing video games. Um, What's your he also has his own podcast. Name? He works at Sportsnet. There's like a couple facts. I have. Oh man, it's got to be deeper than what's your baby's question? name. Oh, I didn't think anyone heard that. Um, I heard that. I gotta ask a question about this guy. He uh, just had a kid. He's our age. He's married. He's a house. Hmm. Hmm. This is a hard one. I gotta. I gotta say. I like it though. I'm interested. You no, know, it's a good one. Um. No, everyone, focus. I'd go. Uh, I'd say what flipped the switch at a younger age to get you comfortable with the thought of having a child, or maybe did you? Because he's been a guest before. Did you? He's ask been a him guest that? before. Yeah. Did you ask him that? Maybe, maybe you asked him that question no. already. Okay. He just, well, so yeah, maybe what? what flip, <laughs> I have a question. <laughs> I have a question. Were you in the room? Was I? Obviously. it's uh, Yeah. He, he's shooting blank, so I had to do it. I, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you guys laugh we're at my edit, jokes? We're, They're we're, funny. We're editing. So I have, I, editing I do this. have a question, and yeah. I feel like it's it's very much for too many jams. As a 27-year-old father who's the same age as us, how does he feel about the phenomenon of girls calling their boyfriend's daddy in bed? Because oh, that interesting. weirds me out okay. now, and I'm not even a father. Does it not weird you out when you see on TV when people call their legitimate dad's daddy? Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah. I hate that. I, like I feel like but that's an American And I thing. see guys do it a lot, too. They're like, yeah, my daddy did this. <laughs> but that's like a Dave Lay, like... My daddy did this. <laughs> no, I mean, like, they seriously say it. Like, you see people on TV, and they're like, yeah, no, my daddy used to do that when I was younger. I, uh, are they Southern? They're just American. All right, well, I'm going to go ahead and lump that into the South. I'm, yeah, I'm like going to say, so his baby is a boy, so he's probably like, my kid's getting called daddy in bed. Like, fuck I yeah. still like, think that's <laughs> fucking weird regardless. I, I just want to know. called daddy anywhere in life is not good. Is he going to let his kid call him daddy? <laughs> <laughs> You're going to let your kid call you daddy? Oh. Well, but I'm genuinely there. interested. Fuck, I wish you started the segment last episode so we could have some Right, good, I'm good sorry. Content. But Dude. also, I did have a tips for your 20s. If you want to get into it, if it's shit, we can just kind of cut it. But it was like, my question was, do you guys save? Or do you... Save money? Yeah. Yeah. I think you have to have uh, money to yeah. save it. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I did, and then I was unemployed for uh, like a while. So that well coming from the only steady paycheck here. Yeah, I mean, I live at home. My parents make me pay like pennies in rent, just like I mean, like a couple hundred a month, but like compared to my paycheck. See, I'm not so the I, only one. 
I thought that was wild. You guys have to pay rent to live at home. That's so actually that that that's almost another separate question. I think that's a are good, they doing a good the practice. like are they doing like the parent thing where it's like you have to pay rent to learn how to pay rent? Yes. But like we actually keep it and we're gonna give it back. Probably to you. they like I, they, I haven't had that conversation, but they Robbie's they better like, my parents they better assholes. they better give it back to me. <laughs> no, 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 I've I've received my fair share. I used of to give Robbie year. yeah, it's again to, to get into the mindset of like not you're, that you're entire paycheck is not just disposable income mm -hmm. so no, you, you I, need to say i believe in that yeah that's, so i think that's a good that's good concept shit. so i just pay it's like 250 bucks a month so it's you know just a small sum um but that's my only expense other than just like having fun so yeah i've been saving a good chunk so just but are you saving intentionally or are you saving just because you, you're not even needing it yeah, I'd say I'm not as good. I remember like one of your first guests maybe like had like a spreadsheet and like knew Cody. exactly what his expenses yes. were. Yeah. I don't do that. I just I like, remember I everything just, about every guest we have. Yeah. So there you, there you go. I don't I'm not that meticulous about it. I probably should be. Uh because obviously like once I move out and like yeah, have, a, have a real it, expense you'll train. You do that just from every month I need to find how I'm not going to be in debt. Right. So you have to break it out. But I, I don't know. save. Yeah, I I don't know. I guess I guess technically I save because I guess I don't know. Starting a business over the last year, I don't do much other than this. Like, but what, but where does the money come in from? And you're still living at home, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I moved back home. I moved out for a year, a little over a, like a, thirteen months, which was great. I loved living outside of the house. I should have lived at home and saved all that money like rent is if that's a tip for your 20s is like don't pay rent for as long as you fucking can yeah, parents, but we parents had, will love that but we but well, we had a, we had no. a difference of opinion from a previous guest who was a creative who like me was like i had no mojo at home i wasn't earning uh, i didn't have this like it, it's like it works different for different people sure it works yeah. different but like the year that i lived outside of the outside of my parents house the amount of money i just spent on rent i wish i had that now there was no reason for me to do that the money i spent on alcohol over the last whenever i wish i had that now uh, but there's a difference yeah, it went a into lot of it 62 thirds of it no but the, dude it's such a huge difference than like money you're just paying to live in a space that's not your parents because but you the just thing is want when i was living to, at home I didn't know about that. I just didn't have that drive yet. So everything I was making was fun money. And then I didn't save. And then I moved out and I realized that, yeah, it'd be great now to move back home and appreciate it. But like, I, for me, moving out was like the fire under my belly. I'm now making so much more money than I was at home because I have to. Yeah. So, and then I'm like, okay, why can't I just now take it to the next level and make that? It's like, it was a motivator for me. But the thing is, I'm also increasing my lifestyle as I'm earning more. And I'm like, none of this is going to go into savings till God knows when. I'll, I don't know what. I'll just keep in, increasing but my like lifestyle. But everything, like everything, but now it's all pretty much all savings. I like. I agree with the idea that like it puts lights a fire under your belly and you have to like work harder because you don't have that safety net. And I, and I agree with that. There's a, especially as a creative, but I didn't actually feel like it was doing anything for me. It's just like, I just don't live at home now like and i'm just paying rent to this person like a woman named eva would text me once a month and be like you owe me x amount of money i'd be like awesome and then i would just send it to her and guess what that money didn't go fucking anywhere well if well, you listen to our last guest um last week he said that um he's a really smart guy 
And he Thanks. said that uh, you guys aren't, <laughs> so you have to listen to him, right? Um, no, but he said uh, basically he's like he did the math, and if you rent, uh, and then the, the the difference between renting and mortgage payments and like all this this tax and interest you have to pay on that, um, if you invested that money in just like a basic like ETF, you would have more money than your property would have earned you. So mm-hmm. he's he's a complete rent over buy. But if you can live at home and you could also money manage and like put all that savings into an ETF, then yeah, you're twice as rich, but you have no mojo. You live at home. Like your your parents are in your ear all the time and you can't do that forever. I know you can't do that forever, but like if you're, I, I, I don't know, like it's like all the money that you saved, you now are going to go what, buy a house with instead of actually paying off? No, but he's saying no. He's, I guess, are you guys, are you just saving in like a one or 2% savings account? Or are, is that money in like a well simple or like an ETF or something? Uh, I've kind of got it all over. So uh, yeah, it's diversified. Yeah, diversified portfolio. But uh, no, I do have it in like a few like ETFs and just like kind of safe uh, things. And I have a few just in like random stocks kind of. Um, kind of have it all over the place. No straight answer. But yeah, I think just to sum up kind of what you guys were talking about, I would say it's very like situational dependent. So... I'd say right now, like I have a fantastic relationship with my parents. Like it's very easy yeah, you going. You live in a fucking candy factory. I live in a candy factory. I got a fuck. I got a popcorn maker at home. Um, you know, I, I I'm a big golfer. Uh, my dad loves golf, so like he's like willing to help and pay for my golf membership, for instance. For twenty fifty bucks a month. Granite golf is. Fucking oh, you play granite? Yeah. Fuck oh. yeah! Remember? Oh, you. Yeah. Okay, no kidding. Yeah, it's great track. You guys cross clubs? Track. Great what? track. You guys cross clubs? No, that's not how you play golf. <laughs> Just bought myself a new driver. What'd you buy? The Callaway Epic Flash. All right. Oh, this episode's I got the yeah. GBB. <laughs> <laughs> no, this episode nice. is evolving <laughs> into golf gear. Yeah. Yeah. We went from well, savings to golf gear. But yeah, yeah, sorry, no, I, so, that, so that's not a good way to use your savings is buying a, you know. But you can when you live at home. Exactly. Sure so, can. Exactly. So yeah, uh, treated myself to a new driver. Um, yeah, definitely have like a good pocket of savings. You know, another, as, 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 as tricky as sometimes working at a bank is, they, they have great benefits. Like they, they do, uh, you know, stock options. So they'll match a certain percent of your pay. And uh, so I just have, like, there's a, it's all, it's all through Sun Life. So I, I know other people who work for large companies have this as well, where it's like you almost forget about the money that's just in this like other app yeah. account. And you just like open it and you have like a nice chunk of money. And then it kind of goes back. It's, it's like similar to rent, where it's like you now, adjust to this reduced uh level of income because just that money just automatically goes into that pocket so it's like automatic for savings um so that's been a great kind of outlet for me is like don't even think about it just like automatically goes into there as long as you Um, put your money in a place that you can't readily look at it it's not crazy hard to save yeah like if you took a hundred bucks and use that as like just an example for any lump sum of money and hit it in your house and it's somehow just like accumulated money because for whatever reason and you back, go back in like five years like, oh shit, I forgot I had this. It's yeah. like finding money in your pocket. There's actually a lot of like, it's almost like financial literacy related things that you can kind of do to almost like trick yourself into living a more, you know, me, like less means lifestyle. So like, you know, Trav kind of said, oh, like I'm you know, making more money, but as a result, your lifestyle's gone up. Like yeah. you're, you're, you're Want to buy a snowmobile now. Yeah, you got a bit more money. You're fucking Why? buying a snowmobile. See, there you go. Why do you need a snowmobile? A Other than the fact How that else do I cross snow? <laughs> 
But yeah, you can, high speeds. You, you can set up. Uh, you can actually set up like auto deposits. Yeah. Uh, in your like through your bank through your mobile banking. You need you need a so, paycheck for that. Yeah, it's it's tough. You do need like a steadier income, but like, you can set up on like a monthly basis. So like let's say you know you're gonna earn you know okay uh, I don't know your situation but girlings how long is this because I gotta piss. wait we're almost done okay, yeah you, just you, to, just hold it to sum it up uh you can like let's say you're making anywhere between one to three thousand a month you can say okay I'm fine with Bill Gates but no, I'm, kidding, I'm, I'm, I'm fine with putting away two hundred or three hundred yeah. a month directly into an investing account or directly into a savings account and then that's where you it's like back of your mind it's just like going in. So you don't have to think about it. That's kind of like forced. So you adjust the the, the less amount yeah. of money. Well, it's we got it. We got to piss. So uh, mm. let's wrap it up. we got to piss. We'll wrap it up. How about I put this nice little bow on it? Um, we don't know. And uh, that's <laughs> today's episode. Uh, thanks for coming. Thanks for winning. We have your beers. Love it. I'll help you find a bracelet upstairs. Uh, to these lovely true history gentlemen, um, appreciate your support, and I really hope you appreciate ours because it's dope. We genuinely appreciate. Your we appreciate support. everyone, we really like but it. most of all, we appreciate uh, girl likes. I think appreciate it, guys. Yeah. Appreciate wow, you. Is this a, is this a we appreciate I I want to appreciate Kevin. Kevin, yeah. let's just appreciate yeah, yeah, Kevin yeah, yeah. for no, a Kevin. second. Kevin. Appreciate Kevin. Uh, Dude, can't believe you've been here for this whole thing. I don't know. What we, oh, yeah, okay. he has not been listening to you, but yeah. he's been here in spirit. Appreciate yeah. you guys. Sporting us, so let's yeah, appreciate no, each other. Appreciate each other. Hey, so. bow on it, and yeah. um, uh, let's bow. Let's we just will, uh, wrap this up. We'll see you. Wait, wait, wait. Let's talk about waterfalls. Yeah. Wait, so about this. Bow yes, first. it's what been kind of raining outside, this? and Fuck. there's a lot Sorry, of water. <laughs> um, wow, that's and that is we will see you next Tuesday. Next Tuesday. Buddha said I wouldn't worry. No way, no way. Said I wouldn't worry. No way, no way, no way, no way now. I was given a bill by a man in a suit that was falling off. He told me, Don't worry if you're in the store. So you just keep turning yellow. I just wanna be a mellow. I was holding the hand of a girl who was sitting next to me, sweating profusely. Told me her name was Sheila. It was nice to meet ya. I hope you don't die.